Hello and welcome to Lead Your Day. I'm Marilyn and all month I'm doing a very special edition showing off women who are in my world, everyday women of all sorts all over the world. Some I've known for years and years and others are people I've met on this podcast. Today's guest is one such beautiful lady, Maria Karras. Maria is one of those people who I met last year on this very show. Maria is the CEO and founder of Creative Virtual Assistants, a business where she helps women all over the world run their own businesses as virtual assistants. And I can't wait to show her off to you. On with the show. Welcome to the show, Maria. Thank you for having me, Marilyn. Oh, I should say welcome back to the show. Yes. This is my second time on the show. I'm very It excited. is. You're favorite, aren't you? I know. <laughs> I'm very honored. Now, another accent, everyone, but you're not living where your accent originated. So please, Maria, introduce yes, to I'm my not audience. Where my accent originated. Otherwise, I would sound like an Essex lass. <laughs> I live in... <laughs> Are they called lasses? I don't know. But I live in Essex. In Essex girl, isn't it? Essex, Essex girl. girl. Mm. <laughs> I, mean, I do not have an Essex girl accent. Nothing against Essex girls. The English know about what that phrase means. <laughs> Sorry, Essex girls. <laughs> they have a charm all their own. I do not have that particular charm because I was born in New York. I was I lived there till I was 11. So I'm, I can't get rid of this New York, American, whatever, transatlantic accent. It's here to stay. But I'm from New York. I'm Greek and I now live in Essex, UK. My husband dragged me here, but I'm happy. We're happy. It's <laughs> And tell, share the world. What is it that you do? So I help women start out as virtual assistants and I help them grow their service-based businesses through my membership, the Inner Circle for Virtual Assistants. And I do coaching and I have programs as well. So anything virtual assistants, I'm your gal. So you're a business owner, entrepreneur, and generally lovely person. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, and if you want to know, uh, know all the details about Maria, I'll post in the show notes her, her first episode so you can hear the, um, the stories because there's some great stories about when you worked in uh, events and PR and, yes. and um, all I the did. very exciting sort of Hollywood type things, wasn't it? Or Broadway it or... Yeah, yeah I remember. <laughs> so, Maria, we are taking, as I said in the introduction, we are celebrating women this month, which is a very unusual thing for me to do because I, A, I don't think, I, I'm not a girly girly. I never have been. I've never been a pure tomboy, but I've always had this kind of balance between the energies. Um, and whilst the whole series is not about those energies, how do you feel when women are highlighted? Like when it comes up to sort of International Women's Day, what, what's your uh, initial reaction or feelings about all of that? So I'm, I'm kind of saying I'm, I'm, this is unusual. So this is a definitely a big picture inspired thing, Marilyn, do it. It's not my normal thing. Yeah. How do you feel about it all? How do I feel about celebrating women for a whole month? I think it's wonderful. Like, why not? I mean, why, why not, not celebrate anything amazing for a whole month? Mm. And 
a women <laughs> in particular, why not celebrate women for a whole month? There's so much to celebrate there. And we are <laughs> the, the, the better, the better gender, not the better gender, but there, <laughs> there's so much to celebrate with women. Um, there's, I personally have two little boys, right? So mm. I'm kind of in this conflicting situation where, yes, let's celebrate women and not at the expense of men, but there's a lot yes. to celebrate with women because we just, we have this history of being, you know, of oppression and all of that. So we're now coming, I feel like we're kind of making a lot, a lot of progress coming out of that patriarchal society type situation. We're making a lot of progress and we should celebrate that. And we should really allow women to not feel ashamed or feel conceited or for, for showing up and showing off. Like you were talking about this earlier with me, like it, we, we shouldn't be showing off. It feels weird to show off, but why not show off? We have so much to show off as women and as individual people there's a lot for us to show off and it's fantastic to give for you to give us this platform to kind of just like unashamedly show off. Like we are here mm -hmm. to show off and that's okay. And, and I love show that. off each other and show, show off, off each other, other because mm -hmm. it's, it's often with girls and you know, I, I have been talking to guys about this and they're going, why would you do that? Men don't seem to get together and celebrate men. And I mm -hmm. go, yeah, and that's often the icky part of it. But I think us girls need to. We need to we need to bolster each other up. And instead of competition, comparison, which girls believe, we do it, don't we? We do mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. It's Let's funny show that each you other say off. that. Yeah. If, if, we had, if it was the other way around and men were showing each other off for a month, that would not go down well. That would not go down well at mm. all, I don't think. It's because for thousands of years, men have been showing each other off. Mm. So, mm -hmm. And women haven't had that luxury. So mm. and now it's time for us to take ownership and take control mm. and, and, and mm. show each other off. Mm. And I think there's a key difference to that um, there as well that you've highlighted is that actually men are very good at showing off themselves. Mm. Um, not in, always in the arrogant sense, but they're very comfortable with that. Whereas women, yes, we have influencers and Instagram has made that sort of, but there's still a, a deep insecurity about showing ourselves off, as off. And, but we naturally are comfortable with show, you know, highlighting others. Mm, we are naturally comfortable highlighting others I because we're constant. I feel like we're constantly told this narrative, not this narrative, but like we're constantly encouraged you know, we need to stick together, you know, sisterhood mm. over competition. Um, because if we don't do it for each other, no one else is going to do it. And I'm going to kind of be spitting out cliches here, but you know, when one boat, what is it? When the rising tide lifts all boats and kind of. Mm. I'm glad you brought that one up. <laughs> we're the, the women banding together, mm. you know, we are a rising tide. And if we band together and support mm. each other, we can make a real, real difference. And I think more than anything, raising boys, I think it's important for, for boys to look at women doing this, to mm -hmm. look at women being proud and not being afraid mm -hmm. to show up and be confident and show off their achievements. It should mm -hmm. be a, not frowned upon because as little girls, we're kind of always told, you know, be, don't show off, um, you know, be modest and kind of like demure but you know seen what? and not heard. <laughs> heard, exactly. Mm. And you know, but no, that's that's and that's we've had enough of that. 
and it's time for us mm. to kind of just take take mm. what we're due take what we're owed and show yeah. up in the way that you know the amazing way that we are all showing up and as it's happening mm -hmm. and it's true the facts are there is gender equality inequality still in the world it's mm -hmm. massive it's big it's underlying a lot of our thought patterns and generations and it is there even though in our generation we've seen vast improvements and you know and progress in that area marie you're in an industry that is traditionally feminine or, or no i'm going to rephrase that mm -hmm. female and i can remember growing up there was you know the options as w women we were teachers we were secretaries. Yeah, I don't think we ever we call them that now. Now we kind of we've, I guess the modern like an day executive uh, assistant or yeah, yeah. The modern day equivalent is kind of a virtual assistant, which is your speciality. Can you speak into that? How have you found that? Uh, this is a very open ended question, but is it mainly? women that you have doing this role and is there, there a hangover from that's just what girls do that first of all I've chosen to work primarily with women female business owners I've chosen to do that because I love working with women I love supporting women I love encouraging women it's just a different energy when there's all women in the room for better or for worse I just, I personally have chosen to, to do that. Now, whether this industry of virtual assistance is kind of more naturally suited to women, mm. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, for the most part, yes. <laughs> for the most part, yes. I kind of want to rein it back a little bit and kind of say virtual assistance is kind of so much more than just being a secretary. I feel like we need to redefine that term a little bit or even rename it mm. altogether. A lot of the people that mm. I work with, they are business owners. They are women who own their own businesses. Mm. So they're not just assisting. They are, they're, you know, they're strategizing in their business. They're making real, real impact. So they're not just assistants. And it's so true. It's a terrible term for it something is. that is a little bit more complex than that. Yeah, I mean, there's and different, it's holistic. such a really mm. wide reaching mm. term. So yes, you have kind of the normal assistants that kind of do the everyday repeatable tasks. And then you have the more experienced, more strategic kind of members of your team that you can hire. So yes, it's a very wide reaching term. But in in, in terms of the, the people who are best suited to kind of that kind of role where they're kind of assisting and supporting kind of a bigger company or a bigger, you know, a bigger business owner, Maybe I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, but I feel like women naturally are are very detail. Many of them are very detail oriented. They are naturally nurturing. They are really good at creating relationships and all of that. Those qualities lend themselves really well to being part of a team and supporting others. So coming from coming from that perspective, yes, I think women naturally gravitate to this sort of business. Whether I'm right or wrong, I, I'm not sure, but I've seen that myself firsthand, how well women work um, in these kinds of roles. <laughs> Great. <Yeah. laughs> I don't want to say like all women are nurturing and all women are detail oriented, but I think it's something that most women, it's a quality a lot of women share. You live in a family of boys. Uh, as yeah. you know, I've got a son too. What do you love about being the girl, the woman? 
the female in your family. I want, what I love about being the female in my family is there's a lot of pressure or I'm taking on this responsibility basically of showing my boys how to treat women properly, how to appreciate women. And it all starts at home, doesn't it? The way our generations are going mm-hmm. to develop in the coming years mm-hmm. and how women are treated, it all starts at home. So if we want to see significant change in the future, we have to make it happen in our homes first. So there's yes. a there's a lot of responsibility there, but it's also a fantastic opportunity. And um, and it's it's ingrained in every part of our lives. And our gender roles with my husband and I, the traditional gender roles do not exist in our home. We are equal <laughs> partners in our home. My husband does just as much as probably more than I do in the home. Uh, he does all the cooking. He does all the, the pickups, school pickups and bedtimes and bath mm. times. And we're equal. And I do the same. I'm probably a little bit lazier <laughs> and he does a lot more of it than I do. But he is just as involved in our children and that's not, that shouldn't be a weird thing at all. That should not be a weird thing at all. No. So, and, and I don't think it is anymore, really. I'm hoping it's not, but it's slowly moving in that direction. And, um, and when it comes to the boys and how they treat the girls at school and their friends, it's like, there's a lot of responsibility there for them not to fall into that kind of toxic masculinity. <laughs> and you know, we're constantly talking to them about it and, and, and it's, and it's great. And it's, we'll see the fruits of our labors. I think when maybe they become teenagers and that's when it really kind of starts to, mm-hmm. to take hold that kind of the masculinity and the, the bravado that happens with, with the males and the men, but they've grown up in an environment where that shouldn't really um, cut through as much. They've seen their mother working. They've seen their mother doing fantastic, wonderful, impactful things. And I'm hoping that will, you know, stay with them and they will treat all women, you know, as, as individuals who deserve, you know, um, God, the words aren't coming to me. Um, <laughs> I think you're doing a great job. Maria, <laughs> what do you, can you give us some examples of some of the things that you mm-hmm. do with your boys mm. to um, around this this topic? Yeah. Okay. Let me let me think a second. <laughs> the examples that I do with my boys, um, I talk to them a lot about my work. Ah. They yeah. see me as my. Uh, they see me as a teacher. They ask me. They don't really understand what I do. My boys are eight, eight and and nine. So the, I t- they asked me, you know, woman, well, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I'm like, I'm a teacher. And, and they love that because, you know, teachers are mm, kind of the most important can, people can, in their lives. Yeah, they hold them to high can, regard and yeah, as they yeah. should do. And they love it that I'm a teacher and I have students. And they asked me what my students do. And I, have them, I tell them, you know, these are all women who are growing businesses and they're making money and they're working with people they want to work <sighs> yes, with. And yes. they're like, wow, this mm. is fantastic. You know, they... They don't think it's that mm. weird because they haven't really mm. entered the world mm. where that's kind of mm. not the norm for them. It's the norm. And it, and it is the norm. I'm not, mm. I'm making a big, bigger deal out of it than it is, but they see women doing amazing things every single day, whether it's me or you, the people that I talk with and interact with and network with every day, I talk to them about it because they ask me. So for them, it's, it's, it's great that they see that. And and it with with boys it all comes down to like how do they interact with girls in their everyday lives you know 
And, you know, at that age, they're kind of like girls have cooties or, you know, but they're kind of coming into that age where girls are kind of intriguing and now they're interesting. Yeah. And it's, that's where it gets tricky. And it's like, how do you show respect towards girls, but also be like interested in them? Hmm. And I'm just trying to think of specific ways that we do that. And it's, and it's about, you know, including them in their games and not, and if you see other boys Mm. talking badly or treating other girls badly, make it, make it stop, you know, Mm -hmm. just being aware of how other people are treating girls and making sure it's, it Mm. stops (laughs) Mm. because they know how to treat girls well. Yeah. 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 I (laughs) I love most how you have made women having their own businesses normal. Mm. And it's amazing how many women I work with who said, who say, oh, I'm the only business owner in my family. I'm the only person who's ever been an entrepreneurial. And that brings battles in itself is that, you know, their family perhaps want to understand, but that's not the traditional path for a woman, is it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, owning your own business, it's not, it's Mm. tough for a woman. Mm. Um, It's tough. And it is, and especially, and it's so funny how we're just one generation away like my parents mm. who yeah, kind of think none. that's weird. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and, and I'm, I have hope for this generation, my boys, that it will be completely mm. normal and they will be female business owners will be given the same opportunities. They will be, or not even just business owners, people, women in the workplace will be given the same opportunities, mm. the same pay, the same, you know, all of, all of that stuff. And it won't be weird. We won't be talking about gender pay gaps and, and all on all of that stuff. There's, I mean, there's so much we're still battling with. Like when I really start to think about it, like it's awful. I mean, from things like maternity leave in the U S and childcare support and women having to make this awful decision between raising children or working. And it's just, things are not in our favor at all. And yeah, it's yeah. insane that that's still holding us back, and that needs mm. to change. But there's so much keep keeping the government in America and wherever just mm. stuck to that. You know, it's not in their benefit to support women. Um, so there's a lot still to battle. But hopefully, with every generation, that's yeah. yeah. Mm. So I was reading the other day about how in Finland, I think. All of the governing parties or all the, um, the, 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 the government parties are run by women. I, maybe I got that wrong, but it was, you know, the, what, the representation of women in the government in Finland is much, much higher than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's inspiring. I love inspiring stories like that. I'm reading again through uh, Melinda Gates' book. Uh, and I'd never thought about women and empowering women in that way, in that even just the invention or the provision of birth control in a lot of countries has radically changed the trajectory in a fantastic way for women and given them more options, given them longer life, more health. Incredible, incredible. So they don't just have a gazillion babies and die birth. They can, you know, they're building things. So, I mean, if you want to, if you want to have a gazillion kids and die birth, (laughs) go for it. Eat eat your heart out. But, (laughs) oh gosh, if I could give you a magic wand and you could change anything to do with gender equality, how women are perceived, how women are, are treated, 
what would you tackle first? Okay, let me just think about this for a second. Hold on. <laughs> um, what would I tackle first? And if you if you want to say pass, you can. <laughs> I can go on to another I, question. I don't know where to. St- I feel like this is such a deep question. Like I have one opportunity mm. to make everything right. Um, yeah, just one. <laughs> <laughs> so don't blow it. <laughs> no, just okay. What would we tackle first? A magic wand. Oh, hold on. I know I'm taking up your time. This is this no, is no, cut no, out, right? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I might include it because it's lots of fun watching you. No, <laughs> oh, what do we do? Okay, so gender equality. I'm just have to think. Where do men have a like an advantage to women? And what, how, where do men have an advantage to women? Like everywhere. Um, I, I really think I, I, I'm kind of, my mind is going to like maternity leave and support Mm. during maternity Mm. and helping women come back into the workforce Mm. after taking maternity. Um, I don't know the ins and outs of like maternity in different parts of the country, like in the world rather, but I feel like women having to make that decision between having being able to afford to come out of work to raise their children. Basically, I want women who have babies to make it make it easier for them to go back into the workforce and not have to worry about that worry is going to be there. You lose your self-confidence when you have children, right? Like you get mommy brain, you get you're like, who's going to hire me? You know, I've just had a baby. My mind is everywhere. I've had like a big gap in my resume. Like I want women to come back stronger because women, after they've had babies, Mm. my goodness, focus, multitasking. um, They're just so much better. Like having had a baby made me much, a much better business owner. Yeah. And like, that is such a wasted resource for, for countries and companies. Like, oh my goodness, welcome these women back with open arms because they're going to make your business a hundred times more efficient and better. Welcome these women back. And it just make I want to make that easier for them. And I want, I feel like women, they need proper, proper maternity leave so they can grow with their babies. They can be with their babies. They need to get paid for that time and not have to worry afterwards whatever that looks like I feel like that needs to be made easier for women that's um perfect answer and I think not that there's any correct answer but (laughs) I think there's a lost opportunity there of something you've just raised which is women do have such strength I mean we've given birth to humans We've grown a human. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Yes, I know. I, <laughs> I know. mean, that's, you know, when you think of it as a, when you think of business in an organic sense, we are the perfect, mm-hmm. it works. And yet, when we go back into the workforce, we have to fit into like this old clothes, this old suit, this old exactly. container that we had pre. And yet we're missing out on the the beauty and the strength and the power that mm-hmm. a mother mm-hmm can bring mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm, i don't want to discriminate against other women who aren't mothers no 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 like, no yeah yeah i mean every woman is obviously powerful mm. i was reading a um an instagram post that said you know women they grow humans they bleed they gr- manage teams they manage household finances whatever all at the same time they grow businesses <laughs> like what more do you want like if you you want 
a powerful thought, a leader that you've got a leader right there. Like they're so women are just amazing. Like, yes, biologically our bodies make humans and we don't really have much control over that. It just happens to us, but everything that happens afterwards as well, it's like, my God, we're amazing. We're amazing. We're amazing. Like, and I think the whole reason we've been oppressed for so long is because men are jealous. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to be a fly on the wall at your dinner tables with your lot of <laughs> I know, but I love this. I, we do have these conversations at the dinner table. Yeah. And I think that's great. I, it's great. And what does your husband and the kids say when you say things like that? I mean, my husband, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> and my boys, my boys, they just, they, they, they also agree, but I want them to feel, I don't want them to feel lesser. That's the kind of the balance. No, Reno. that's right. Mm. Um, I, not that there's any danger of this happening, but I don't want the, the scales to tip too far um, to the, mm. I'm going to get a lot of, a lot of trouble for saying that, but I don't think that the scales <laughs> will ever tip too far in favor yeah. of, of women. It's the equality part of it, right? We just yeah. want equality. Yeah. And, and, but the fact of the matter is women are amazing and we should talk about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Maria, who has influenced and inspired you? Who would you like to show off? I would like to show off my mother, my mom, my amazing mother, who has been through a lot, but all throughout it, all throughout it all, she has always maintained positivity, a passion, creativity that has withstood so much being thrown at her. She's always positive and she feels like home to me. She is home to me. Mm. So I hope to be that for my children as well. And at the end of your life, what what would be the best thing that I could show off about you? Oh my gosh. At the end of my life, I want to have helped hundreds, hundreds and thousands of women to be the best version of themselves, whatever that looks like. And I chose the avenue of growing a business and making money on your own terms. That is the avenue I've chosen mm. to help women be the best version of themselves. Yeah. I'll do it. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to be a good mom for my kids. <laughs> I, I think you already are. Uh, thank you so much for letting me show off about you, bring you on, take the discussion into places that it hasn't been yet. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to leave with the listeners and viewers? I just want you all to be proud of yourselves. I want you to be ha- I want you to be happy. I want you to realize your worth. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Don't let anybody influence how you feel about yourself. That's easier said than done, but you are amazing. You are trying your best and you should be proud of everything you you you've done and you can do and that's available to you. Thank you, Maria. I hope you really enjoyed this, everyone, and I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.